and boom goes the dynamite. It is Monday night, November 14th, 2022, and you know what that means. This is the one-year anniversary episode of The Boom. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Healy. Kevin, how excited are you that we have been together doing this show for one full year? One year, 52 episodes. I think I remember five of them. You people, you people have suffered, have suffered greatly for our (laughs) hobby, and we greatly appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for being with us here and, and, and very fitting that as we, we're moving into this this one year anniversary, we've got our, our big Hall of Boom coming up uh, Thanksgiving week. We've got full gear coming up in just one week. We've mm-hmm. got a lot going on here at the Boom, Kevin. How's your week? It's going to be busy. It's going to be a busy, busy week. I've been resting, preparing. That's right. You're tanned, rested, and ready. Yes. Oh, man. One, two or three, but I, I don't know which one. I'm definitely not tanned. <laughs> you know, I, I have a little more color right now, but that color is only bright red. Um, I'm tanned <laughs> like a freshly boiled lobster is tanned, uh, basically. <sighs> okay. What do you want to talk about first? We got so much. We got Hall of Boom. We got Full Gear Preview. We got so much stuff coming up. Uh, a lot of news. See. A lot of news. Want to do a little news note stuff? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Nick also, Alves, I may have COVID. We'll oh, talk about that's right. My COVID, which I this this I didn't want to break any HIPAA rules by bringing that up. <laughs> but I'll test again very soon. So bear with me if I zone out a little bit during this show. But are you due I'm, for I'm, a test? Like, is it what's it like? When was the last time you took a test? Like. Two years ago when I got COVID. Oh, so you haven't you haven't tested yet. <laughs> I haven't tested. Oh, since. I thought you. Not, uh, no, no. I just okay. took a home test just now, like literally an hour ago. Oh, okay. You know, generally it takes two or three tests in my I was going to say if you hadn't, you got should it. do it like on the air. I really should have we'll held that and, off until. And then we'll sit and wait. I was and on then the air. Re- reveal on air. I really let it let everyone down on that one. I really should have waited an hour. Okay, so I have COVID. What better way to celebrate Nick, a year on the air? Right? The- Nick Aldis, however, does not have COVID and will very soon be a free agent. Yep. December 31st, 2022. Give it give us give us the lowdown on what's going on with Nick Aldis. I don't know a huge amount of details other than he 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 left and then he said that he gave them like 60 days notice, I believe, that he just didn't want to be part of the company yeah. anymore. And apparently it had a lot to do with him just kind of being tired of the the booking. And there was, a, I guess, a comment that Billy Corgan gave about uh, why they wouldn't do another women's pay-per-view that his wife booked, I yeah. think, or at least got a lot of the yep. talent for. Bas- yeah, said they didn't have the talent for the yeah, show. Yeah, didn't have the talent. And then you know, the last I straw heard- for Mr. Aldis. And then I heard from a friend who is semi-reliable that he saw that that apparently Nick Aldis or Billy Corgan had some comments about Nick Aldis mm. that he made to Mickey James, Nick's wife, that which is never a good crazy. idea to like talk about the husband to the wife and expect that not to get there. Yeah. Um. Some of my early excitement for the forming of AEW came mm-hmm. from the Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes feud. 
I was yeah. there in New Orleans at, at the ROH show. I think the biggest crowd that had ever existed for an ROH show up to that time. Um, and I was just so hyped for that match. And I, I loved the entire feud. I really, really like Nick Aldis as the gentleman heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I love 10 his, pounds of I, gold. I love st- yeah. I, all of it. I was really yeah. drawn in by all of it. And when I found out Cody Rhodes was part of, was one of the founding members of AEW, I was hoping for more things like that. And I really hoped at the time that Nick Aldis would come over. I yeah. feel like he wants WWE, but I really hope he would settle for AEW because that's where I would like him. Mm-hmm. AEW is completely overstuffed right now, but um, yeah. I'm fine with some people getting fired for Nick Aldis. Nobody's getting <laughs> fired for Nick Aldis. Nobody. Yeah. I, I could easily see him going to WWE, especially if Cody has anything to do with it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I could see him preparing for that, bringing him in, having a pretty good run, and then probably settling in kind of upper mid card, you know, at some point and yeah. finishing up. I agree. I, I, I'm not, I, I really like him. I think he's the thing about Nick Aldis is to me, his whole gimmick is to be a champion. And if you're not going to make him your champion, it kind of almost doesn't work. So what would you think this is something I'm really like legit pulling out my ass at the moment. I haven't okay. put any thought into this. What would you think about Nick Aldis getting introduced to NXT mm-hmm. making like going for that title, getting the title. And then that's one of the ways they help these guys get their work rate up is working mm-hmm. with Nick Aldis as they yeah. all are in pursuit of that title. Yeah. If you wanted to get real long term with it, you could have him come in and say, you know, I've proven myself all over the world. Can I cut those same, you know, traveling champion type promos and say, and now I've come to WWE and I'm going to win all the titles and have him start in NXT. Yeah. And then literally just do like a two year story with him where he works his way up and wins this title. When he loses that, he moves on to the next one. And US title, the ladder. Intercontinental title. Yeah, and just carries that sort of championship thing. I had the thought the other day, you know where he where would be an interesting place to put him if it pans out? Ring of that, Honor. Ring of Honor. Would be, if we get the if the TV happens, which yeah. clearly my theory that it was already it, it was already on signed on the dotted line, clearly that never happened. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'd love to see him in Ring of Honor. I have a feeling that's not what he's wanting right now. I have a feeling he wants I would that run so with the big time. Yeah. But and that's probably what he again, should do. If, Just go with a big yeah. paid. Make your money. Like he's, yeah. his wife's made money. her money. He needs to make his money. Absolutely. I feel him on that one. Yep. Okay. Let's see. What do we have next? Um, Kinesh. I can't Kinosuke. say his first name. It's been a while. We're K- out of practice. Kinos- it's been a while. Yeah. Kanosuke Takeshita is yes. returning. I had no idea until I looked at your notes. Apparently, this was announced after Rampage. Yes. Because why would you put this on TV? Takeshita and Akiyama versus Eddie Kingston and Ortiz, which is a really, I'm really excited to see those two men in a tag team together. Yeah, that's going to be super fun. And uh, I guess so Akiyama is one of Eddie Kingston's dream matches because he's the last remaining like all Japan pillar. And that's. Yeah. Uh, you know, Eddie's favorite all time wrestling era. So you can tell that's going to give him goosebumps. And, if you know, I'm hoping it match, means that he'll get a singles match at like full gear yeah. pre show or something. 
And if that happens at the Full Gear pre-show, I know that will be one of Eddie Kingston's proudest losing moments. Yes. Amongst all his losing <laughs> moments in yes. AEW so far. Now maybe Akiyama will oh. put him over. Who knows? Maybe so. Maybe they'll yeah. let him get his first win in AEW history. Yeah. Um, maybe even his third. I don't know. It, it could Who's really to say at this point? Hey, he and Ortiz have been winning, racking up the tag wins. They've won I like didn't five even straight on Dark and Elevation. On, exactly. On the shows I've not been watching. Yep. By the way, by the way, mm-hmm. the combined record of, let me see, the combined record of everyone in this AEW contenders tournament right now. Yes. I believe was three and 12 or two and 12 with the sole exception of Dante Martin, who's been eight and two this year. And of course he lost in the first round. Right. Right. But they made a point to note that Dante Martin had the most wins of anyone in the company, except John Moxley. Yeah. Which I assume literally tag team wins, but he had 35 wins in 2022. Literally the only man in the tournament with a winning record. So yeah, pretty much. And I assumed when I saw that, oh, maybe they're gonna. This is gonna be his big moment, getting the win over Brian Cage. And I was incorrect. No, incorrect. All right, where are we going next, Kevin? Uh, elite. They have to be come back this week. Yeah, it has to happen. But, yeah, I just uh, you, before we went, I went to their Twitter, the Young Bucks Twitter, and their new because there's a new bio alert. Ooh, that apparently Twitter is not crumbled to the point where the young bucks can't update their bios, but, uh, we can still update they, our bios. They've just, uh, placed a clock. It's all, it's just a clock is their bio. So TikTok is it a countdown clock. It's just a, it's an oh, emoji it's just, of a clock. It's a, it's a clock emoji, right? Which, you know, there's gears in a clock. There is me thinking, I'm trying to think if I can tell this story. No one that cares would ever listen to this podcast. There's a guy at work who I do not have control over mm-hmm. makes some social media posts. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm director of social media, there's one guy mm-hmm. who likes to make posts that I am I can't say no to. I can't say you can't post. Mm-hmm. And he continually wants to include emojis. Mm. And he continually fucks up these emojis so bad. <laughs> For instance, we'll have posts about police shows and they'll just be mm-hmm. four carrot emojis just four carrot emojis and then he did one for our show called gangsters and he tried to include a straight razor but mm-hmm. on some phones that comes across as just a like a bic razor and it's like hey oh man, right into gangsters and watch these clean shaven <laughs> um, men of crime and it's just like one of the many reasons i don't use emojis in my posts because sometimes what do the carrots just mean It'll just be, I, I, I'm, I don't even want to know, but he once did tell me about this wonderful page that I will never visit called Emojipedia, where you can go and find out what emojis mean, as oh. opposed to looking at an emoji and saying, oh, this clock right. means a clock. Yeah. Maybe it looks like a bite. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the carrots mean vitamin uh, C or D or whatever carrots yeah. have. I don't Good know. Vision. Yeah. By the way. Puppet Up is asleep under my desk right now. Oh, nice. And just released a gas attack on me. It is <laughs> shockingly powerful. Just shocking. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a 
I had an eye injury for the last couple of days, y'all. I stabbed yeah. myself in the eye, in my eyeball with an envelope. That had okay. barely. Yeah, I was trying to so, explain that because we were talking about recording last night. Yeah, and when I told my wife I'm I'm, hey, I'm recording tonight, and she goes, "I thought you recorded last night," and I said, "Well, I would have." But James texted me and said that he stabbed himself in the eye with an envelope. And she said, how, why is an envelope anywhere near his eye? And I didn't have an answer. I, I don't have an answer either. Um, I know I had some mail in my hand and I'm very uncoordinated, but it, my mm -hmm. best guess as to how this happened is I probably did some sort of jerking motion because mm -hmm. of Tourette's. And, but I didn't even it. feel like Tourette's. Yeah, as in it was right here. Mm -hmm. And then I went to move my hand back and mm. just, I don't know. Oh. But it stabbed me in my eyeball. But the, the, on day three, I'm without yeah. pain. But my eye is looks smaller than the one next to it right now on camera. And it's, it's quite funny. red when you really zoom in. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about to even but, get to this. Oh, you told me that this, uncontrollable this new gas attack. Yeah, yeah, now this new gas attack from Puppet Up. God knows if my is going to make it through. That'll clean it right out. We'll just clean it right out. The healing my, power, or just Puppet close up. it right back down. Just close it right back down. <laughs> but um, the no, the elite. I think it would be foolish, and I think you'd agree with me that it would be foolish for the elite to come back on the pay per view. They need to come in, attack someone. And then people tune in for the rest for the pay-per-view, them versus um, the Lucha Brothers, or Death mm -hmm. Triangle. Death Triangle, yeah. I figure that has to be what happens. Would I you would do it any so. differently? I wouldn't, but I know that Tony loves his big moments that aren't matches. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there a... I love know, his big moments that aren't matches. Yeah, I do too, but I like, to me... If I'm saying, okay, I need ratings and I want pay-per-view buys, the best right. way to do that is to strongly hint that the elite or just outright leak that the right. elite are going to be on TV on Wednesday and build expectation of that, that, you know, when the death triangle match happens on Wednesday, mm -hmm. that they would come out after and then build to a title match at the pay-per-view. Because I think every, I think, I think in a lot of ways, I think what you know, Tony like he's got his plans, right? That he doesn't he does. like it when the plans get messed up, even though he's always got a plan B or makes up a plan B. I think what he's thinking right now is reset the timeline as quickly as possible, like the the all out debacle just screwed up. We're in a timeline variant right now, and he's trying to like like Loki, kind of like merge the timelines back into the proper space yeah which means uh put the basically the three weeks before all out make it the one week before full gear tell them they're all back tanned rested and ready and then sunday they win the titles back and everything's back in alignment yeah minus their okay Thanos. do you have them face off with death triangle on wednesday or do you have them literally attack them in the ring and clear out everybody clear out all six guys on Wednesday, uh, I was thinking just come out and do the music and the entrance and maybe like a quick promo challenging him to the match. But now that you said that, I think them hitting like they can still do the entrance, but then like storming the ring and doing a little quick melee 
Yeah. And then maybe grabbing the mic, Kenny grabs the mic and says, we'll see you Sunday. Yeah. You know, would I be love pretty me fun. a good melee. Yeah. I love me a good altercating. Melee. We were all for altercating, man. Are we ever? So that's what I'm hoping happens. Um, I think there would, I think it's clearly going to happen or else death triangle wouldn't be on, on the show Wednesday. Same. I think the only reason they're there is to get challenged. And um, yeah. which is why they're facing and have a heck of a match. AR Fox. Yeah. Also, top it light. just hit me. That means um, Darius' brother Darius is back after yeah. his car accident. I'm really excited for him, and I hope he makes it more than a couple weeks this time. Yeah, me too. I really, really do. I feel so bad for that guy. I mean, that's me two, two straight like incidences of like eight months out, five months mm-hmm. plus eight months, something like that. Just. Real nice. That's gotta be. Young guy that's like gotta be that. rough too, because if you guys, your you and your brother are coming to the business together, and then you miss all that time yeah. at a crucial time in your career, and your brother's just getting better every week. Yeah, Dante is is becoming a star. Yeah, and Darius. Most people don't remember Darius exists, and I hate to say yeah. that. I know. Okay, well, let's see what do we have next. The full, full gear, gear review. In this, all right. Here we go. Let's take it off, Kevin. All right. So that that did, that did not come out right. That <laughs> statement. Let's take it off. Yeah. Take it's it away, only. Kevin. Audio only here. Thank God for that. Yeah. You got to go to the Patreon for that. Um, <laughs> That's right. By the way, if you would like to see us fully nude, subscribe <laughs> to the AEW Patreon. Subscribe to the Booms Patreon, Fight Game Media. Ugh. Patreon.com slash fight game media. I've got COVID people. I'm telling you <laughs> patreon.com slash fight game media. Only $5 a month gets you all the tasteful nudes plus extended episodes of brace for impact and special shows like the hall of boom coming to you. Thanksgiving week on our Patreon. So we hope you'll give it a shot. It's only $5. And also of course, as always check out FightGameMedia.com for all the latest news in pro wrestling, MMA and boxing. All right. I'm going to be all over the Patreon this week, you know. Oh, are you? What what other shows are you going to be on? Uh, Well, unfortunately, because you're working, you're not going to be able to watch Full Gear. But uh, I'm not. Well, you will, but just not. Not live. Not live, because you'd be focused. But uh, did. Yeah. Mr. Paul Fontaine and I are going to do a show after. Uh, probably on YouTube just to react. That's really exciting. Then we'll do our normal show. We'll talk it all out on our normal show next week. Okay. And then uh, Wednesday night. And I believe this invitation extends to you as well. If you're up for it, uh, joining uh, Paul and Jeff after they do the um, dynamite show to do a preview show that will drop on the Patreon on Friday. I would absolutely. I definitely want to do that. Okay. All right. We'll try and work that out. So definitely get your money's worth this week. Okay. So we're, we're not doing, all right. So let's go over what we have so far. Let's see. No, that's not what we're doing. We've got a new version of the heat index this week and this week only Kevin, tell them your idea. Tell them what we're going to do. Cause this show as soon yeah. as we introduced the heat index, it, it became the dominant way that we talk about, the week right. in AEW, and it kind of became the show. So yeah. this week is going to be a little different. This week, it's pretty much the whole show because I started. I yeah. started 
trying to rank like normally it's like who's the top star who's the yeah you know hot act and i started just writing down well it's you know more matches and then i thought well you know what let's just this week make the heat index we're just going to go through all the matches that uh they've announced and rank them from bottom to top on our excitement level so this is kind of my list and then this is correct me as we go these are the matches that they've announced for full gear correct yes i went ahead and put one that's not announced but it's like basically a lock so yeah i didn't include there's some that i think are going to happen that we didn't include i didn't include the elite versus the death triangle right but i'm sure kind of a lock yeah right uh i kind of guessed that we might get eddie I'm glad you didn't include it, though, because it's kind of hard without right. seeing any build at all to to right. talk about how hot it is. Yeah. It'll probably be near the top once we see what happens once, Wednesday. Yeah. But right sure. now we're going on nothing. Right. So I'm kind of wishing into existence that Eddie gets his match with Junakiyama. So I'm putting, you know, in that in my mental pre-show. We figure they're probably going to be some kind of battle royal or multi-man match or something to squeeze all the other people. We talked about... Yeah, Perhaps all title belt battle royal with all the champions whose belts yep. can't make the show, such as Orange your, Cassidy. Your belt is the price of admission. <laughs> That's right. For you've got to drop your you've belt gotta lay in it. a bin. Yeah, you got to drop your oh, belt in a bin, and then it's like one of those like seventies key parties where like they all just have to take a belt without looking when they leave. They and have you a, just shuffle they, all the champions. They have like a giant. They have a giant circular metal contraption. Everyone walks out, they drop their belt in this contraption, and mm. then you have Brian Cage and some of your more hoss fightish men. They 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 slowly start turning the contraption and they pick a belt. <laughs> and when that belt is announced, that man runs to the ring. That to man's running the ring. Nice. Yeah. And then every like three that. minutes, yeah. they pull another belt out of the pull bin. another belt out. That's, gotta, I like that's it. the way it's gotta go. All right. So you've got Tony. that. So the, is that what you? Oh no, that's you don't even have that at number ten. That's your. That's just yeah, your yeah, yeah. um your honorable yeah. mention right now. And then I got a sneaky suspicion we're going to see Lee Moriarty and Hook because Hook always seems to end up on the pre-show and they kind of yeah. hinted at it a little bit. So that seems like a no-brainer. I've really liked their last few pre-shows. I've really enjoyed them. Yeah, they have been fun. They have been. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, I've got at number 10, the finals of the eliminator tournament. And there's a lot that has to happen between now and then, which is kind of why I have it. Considering this is a tournament of losers. Yeah. Right there with you, Kevin. This is the (laughs) up and comers, however you want to phrase it. This tournament of losers. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, Ethan page. Mm -hmm. So you've got, uh, so I figure it's Ethan Page versus somebody. Maybe Ricky Starks. Although I'm Ricky Starks, Starks has already been beaten down by uh, right. by Lance Archer just randomly. Why not? And uh, yeah. so his match got postponed until next week. I love right. how the first round of this tournament starts the, the Wednesday of. before the pay per view. Yeah, the week right. of. I don't know. I think I I think that's what they're doing with Ricky. Is they're going to make him like a super underdog story. It was right. interesting that when they postponed the match, they didn't say it'd be on dynamite. They just said it'd happen next week, which conceivably means he dynamite. would have to beat. Oh, 
That's conceivably what they can have him beat Brian Cage and Lance Archer in one night on Rampage. Yeah, yeah. Or may, what if they get they have their one guy who is mm-hmm. in the finals, mm-hmm. and their second guy, their second their match to get into the finals happens on the Full Gear pre-show. Oh, so you could have so like, Ricky so could say fight. Ricky. You could have Ricky yeah. beat Archer on on Rampage, yeah. Then beat Brian Cage on the pre-show, but then lose to Ethan Page in the pay-per-view because he's so show. down. Yeah, that's actually pretty it's not, good. It's not a bad idea. That'd be fun. I like that. That would, yeah. that would make it more interesting to me. Yeah, it I would. think it would. All right, okay. if that happens, you heard it here first. It was it was our genius, and since it wasn't yeah. Kevin's idea, it will likely not happen. Okay, Kevin, <laughs> number nine, number nine, uh, Darby and Sting against Jarrett and Lethal. That felt like a no. big deal like a week ago, and this week it just didn't feel like a big deal. You know what would make it feel like more of a big deal? Sting, Sting, Sting. <laughs> if we had seen him, heard from yeah. him. Right. Seeing a kid in the audience with his face paint on that they could have interviewed. Yeah. Literally any any mention of Sting, any view of Sting, a poster of Sting would have yeah. gotten me more hype for this this fight. We haven't seen we've we have seen uh, n- neither hide nor part hair of, it? of the Stinger. I don't know. I wonder if that's part of it. Maybe like Darby comes out and Sting's nowhere to be found. Maybe so. He told him you got to do this. Where do we around. go from there? Yeah. Well, you now, could look, do Sting versus Darby. If I was wondering if we're going to get to that at some point, yeah. but um, if you're going to do two on one, Darby's the guy to do it with. That's true, and I don't think we've heard any indication of where Sting is. I don't think he's been beaten down. Correct? No, no. Well, no. What they did explain Darby did a promo a few weeks back where he said that he had asked Sting to stop coming out that's right he could get back on track himself which if he doesn't show up at the pay-per-view would fit into that so that would okay so that's interesting about but then also on the other side in this whole pay-per-view as we go man on the other side of this we have jeff jarrett right who comes out hits hits a person with a with a guitar that comes out again this week and he and he's basically selling what a big deal he is He's yep. taken over organizations around the country mm-hmm. and, and who ends up taking all the wind out of his sails, not sting, Mm-mm. not Darby Allen, a Mm-mm. random goof who's wrapping him up. And then <laughs> he pursues said goof. He is yes. 18 inches from this man, which is too far. This man yeah. is such an athlete. He jets off Yep. out of the camera. He escapes. He completely escapes. While Jeff Jarrett's pursuing him with the guitar, and mm-hmm. then they start playing his music like it's the Oscars, <laughs> and he's ran out of time, and yeah. then they just cut to the next segment. A mm-hmm. random goof completely mm-hmm. took all the wind out of Jeff Jarrett's sails, leading into the pay-per-view. Yep. The power <laughs> this man held in his hands, yeah. the pure athleticism to How get far? not not only outside of Jeff's grasp. Right. But completely off camera. Yeah. Shocking. Just shocking. 
I, I'm assuming this is master storytelling that is yeah. so far beyond chess. my comprehension. Yeah, exactly. This is 40 chess, and I'm back here playing checkers or maybe a game of Stratego. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not seeing where this is going. This seemed like a terrible, terrible segment this week leading to this match, Kevin. <laughs> terrible. I know. It's sad. That quick. Just so bad. And it's like, was clearly he was supposed to catch him with the guitar, right? I would think, or maybe like he, maybe he was like, I'll do this. And the, and they were like, well, we don't have anybody who's actually going to take a hit from you. Maybe, I don't know. just maybe he, 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 he sprinted away and Anna J grabbed him and threw him into some sort of submission hold just <laughs> off camera. Yeah. yeah. Just choked him out right off camera. So we couldn't even see it. She took him down <clears throat> like on the other side of the, on the other side of the, the railing. And uh, that's got to be what happened. I'm assuming she's still choking people out because I can't imagine they would just abandon a storyline like that. So uh, that's the only thing I can see that uh, that happened to this goof. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he'll get him next week. That'd be great if like, oh, maybe like next week you just, see show the, up. you just see the production guy running through the crowd at Dynamite yeah. next week and Jeff Jarrett finally gets him, pays it off. Oh, my God. Or he's continuing to run into full gear. Sting doesn't come out, but production guy does. Production guy does. Yeah, and save. <laughs> Wait, isn't NXT? Gallon. I don't watch NXT, but aren't they doing something like that where there's like a backstage crew guy who's like going to start wrestling? That's, man, that's clearly where this is going. I think what what's going to happen is Darby Allen is going to be alone. He's going to get beaten down, and Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett's going to try and hit him with the guitar. And production guy runs in at the last second to both wrap up Jeff Jarrett and take the guitar to the head. In a valiant effort to save Darby Allen's life. Yeah. That's my yep. prediction for full. Time. All right. Lock it in. Yeah. It's your shucky ducky quack, quack lock of the week. That's exactly right. All, All right. right. Number eight. Jungleman, Jungleman Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus in the steel cage. Haven't we had this match a few times? Not the steel cage, but they've uh, faced off yeah. a number of times now. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the way that uh, Christian Cage. Never mind. I'm not even going to make the joke. This is the way that Christian Cage can be kept out of the match via ironically a totally separate cage that is yes. not actually Christian Cage. Right. Let's hope. Let's yes. hope. <laughs> they could go a complete be... Rick and Morty angle where they're shrank and they're put right. inside Christian Cage. And then Brian uh, Cage comes out. I hope that's not out. the direction they go. Oh, my God. My God. You just have an all-cage, triple three-on-one match. Maybe this match happens inside Brian Cage while he faces Ricky Starks on the pre-show. <laughs> like inner space? Like, yeah. That's exactly as right. They pass through, as they pass through they Brian pass Cage's through the colon. Pan- yeah, pancreatic park or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, so yeah, I mean, the cage adds the cage adds a little something to this, but um, yeah, every he'll, single point we've seen jungle jungleman get punked. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he'll finally not be punked here. I um, would hope. Let's. I hope don't know so. though. I don't know though. And he admitted he admitted they they've hooskered him up on every single occasion. Yeah, every occasion, every time. Well, it helps yeah. when you say, "Hey, come to the ring two on one alone." So that I can call also, you out. It helps when you just do that. Yeah. And then, also, he yeah, talked sure, about up. he talked about leaving Luchasaurus in a pile of wood. 
<laughs> Did Oddly he? enough. Yes. He said, I've a left him of, in a pile of wood. Left him in a pile of wood. That's that. Okay. Those are the words that came out of the jungleman's mouth. Well, he is a jungleman. Um, he has to like forage and build shelters. I guess so. I guess so. Maybe, maybe that's the wood him. that he builds his snare trap out well, of. Just, that's right. I don't know. I don't was know. The, yeah. Maybe that was an obscure reference to the snare trap. There was a lot of strange things happen on Dynamite and Rampage this week. Yeah. A I'm lot. getting less excited about this show as we go. I am proud that I've been able. I've had the power <laughs> to bring you down to my level of excitement. Well, I'm excited about the next match that we have. Okay. Number seven. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. It's impressive that the excitement begins at seven. Like you would think that's true. That's actually true. Start till five. So that's a good sign. Yeah, that's you're right. You're right. Thanks for. Yeah. I am moderately excited about this match. Oh, I'm not. Why? You know why I'm not truly excited for this match? Why? Because as I watched Rampage this week, I realized Mm -hmm. all wrestling, I generally compare to the wrestling of my youth. Yes. 1989, 1990 WCW. And if I'm looking at this through that lens, and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for some of these comparisons, Britt Baker is Ric Flair. She is the person that matters. Mm-hmm. Soraya, the big new star that comes in, mm-hmm. she's not trying to get the title. She's not chasing Tony Storm. She's chasing Britt Baker because Britt Baker's Ric Flair. And Soraya is the is Sting. She's the young, hot baby face. Um, the star. The young mm-hmm. star who's coming and trying to take the number one spot, but the number one st- spot doesn't doesn't involve the title in any way. The title okay. has been diminished by its presence around Tony Storm's waist. I like Tony Storm. I don't think she's a bad wrestler. Mm-hmm. She's the Lex Luger in this situation. Like okay. people are kind of excited to see her, but they're not really buying tickets to see her. And Jamie Hayter, she's Barry Windham. You don't get oh. to hear her talk very often, but she yeah. can work her ass off. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, back in the day, when I knew that Barry Windham was going to be in a title match, I was super hyped. Because I knew that Barry Windham was as good as Ric Flair in the ring. Not as Mm -hmm. good a talker, but he could go. To me, this is Barry Windham versus Lex Luger. And I'm excited because I get to see Barry Windham go for that title. But the thing is, Sting and Ric Flair are still out there. And they're the heat. They're the draw. They're they're putting Mm -hmm. the butts in the seats. They're not even in the title picture. And that's a real shame. That makes uh, Rebel the Harley race in this situation when Harley race is managing Lex. (laughs) <laughs> like retired Harley race, not like uh, yeah, Star Kitty yeah. Harley with race. With the really bad ties, with the like the awful right. suits. I can't yeah. believe oh. a chew. All right, you. I got it muted. I can't believe that his family mm-hmm. and the producers of WCW let that man walk out in those terrible suits <laughs> with the short ties, short, yeah. really wide ties, just a few years. Before Pulp Fiction brought back the thin ties, yep, it was just a shit show, man. But uh, <laughs> I think Rebel, yeah, Rebels better dressed Harley Race. Rebels better, je- yeah, Rebels a look. Rebels just a better Harley Race. <laughs> I think that we could safely say, yes, right here on the boom. Last she is week, the we were Jimmy Hater's better elderly. than Okada. Yeah, and now week, 
Rebel is Rebel the new is Harley the Race. Better dressed elder. The, she is the better elderly Harley Race. I get it. Period. Yeah, I like it. I'm, well, I'm excited for this, for this match. match. Yeah. And I wonder. So there's lots of options here. To me, the mm-hmm. right options are Jamie Hader wins, mm-hmm. or Britt sabotages Jamie Hader. Mm-hmm. So she loses. Yeah. Um. Thus, potentially setting up Jamie Hader to sabotage Britt in the mm-hmm. match versus Soraya. Mm. Because I was thinking, you don't want, like, I don't think they want Britt to lose, but I also don't think Soraya can lose in her first match back. She needs to win. Yeah. So I think there would need to be something to help cover uh, Britt's loss. And so, and that just might be Jamie Hader in retaliation. I could totally see that. I could even, yeah, I was thinking they might do something kind of cryptic, like rebel causes Jamie to lose, but it's sort of like Ooh. clear that it was Brit telling her to do it. Brit set it's her sort up. Of like quote an accident. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like, way, like Jamie doing the Wardlow thing and just like being like, I'm sick of this crap. Yeah. I'd love that. By the way, her match with sky blue this week. I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I did too. Yeah, I'm glad again I'm glad confirmed that, was that her rainmaker is better than Okada's. 100%. It simply <clears throat> is. There's yeah. no argument here. I didn't get look after last week. I expected a number of tweets. I got no nope. tweets about that. No one, <laughs> not one person out there in fight in the world of fight game media was willing to stand up to us on that assertion because they know to, we're right. I meant to clip that out and put it on YouTube. I might still do that if it's. Uh, I think you need, definitely need yeah. to make that happen. Just, you know, you maybe you could even uh, the smoke. You could, you could partner it with our assertion that Rebel is the better elderly Harley race. Okay, maybe we'll just clip this clip. Move up. right there. Yeah. We we clip this clip. We clip this clip. Well, now all right. Now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else before we move on to number six? No, I just think that's match. I I hope that they get time and that they go just full on stardom. Just just. Yeah. Just have like let all their frustrations the last year and a half out. Uh, Me too. I, Me too. Think, it it yeah. has real potential to be match of the night. Yeah, I hope or at so. least close to it. Yeah. All right. Number six. Number six. Now this one's not announced, but I feel like this is about as lock as it's going to get. Yeah. Without being announced, which is uh, what I believe will be Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Wardlow, probably for the TNT title. Yeah, uh, which I'm down with. I'm I'm into this. Yeah, because that and that's interesting because it could be for TNT title, could be for the ROH title. A lot of options. Could be for both. Could be for all the all the marbles. Yeah, which I'd be down for that too. Just but you know, there's no way that he's unifying two titles. So no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, but yeah, it, I could. And the thing is, I could legitimately see. Anybody winning this match, any of them, I can see. Yeah, any of them. I've been pulling out powerhouse Hobbs for the win, mm-hmm. even though he's kind of the late entrant. I could 100 percent see that. Mm-hmm. I, Wardlow, I, and the Wardlows get so distracted by Samo, by Samojo, mm-hmm. who turned on him this week, mm-hmm. that he gets you know he gets blindsided yeah. by Hobbs, and and Hobbs can definitely blindside a dude. Yeah, yeah, he can. I hope it's not Joe taking the loss, but. I could see that happening considering he's the veteran who doesn't have to, who can probably take the loss 
and not. Yeah, uh, he's the wood I mean, guy. He's, he'll still be. He'll still be Samoa Joe, even if he loses. Exactly, and again, both like Hobbs and Wardlow have their entire careers ahead of them. Samoa right. Joe, majority of his career is behind him. Yeah, but I kind of feel the same as you. I, like I don't necessarily want to see Joe get the loss here, but he. Now that we've talked about it, I kind of feel like he's gonna. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, right. I don't know. I like a lot of people didn't uh didn't really see it coming, but I I felt like they were kind of teasing Joe getting pissed off at Wardlow for a little while, but you know. I think that I had not paid enough attention. I was a little bored with what it was, was It was a little too subtle. Yeah, it was pretty I it was easy to miss because it because they were just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And it's basically Joe just being kind of extra steery. Speaking of doing the same things over and over again, have you have you caught up on the new the two new episodes of Yellowstone? No, I haven't. Okay, then I'm not going to say. I need to set. I don't think I have my DVR set for those. I'll check. I'll 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 find two. There were two episodes that aired on Sunday night. So okay. You've got some TV to catch up on. Yeah, I do, actually. I just uh, binge-watched the uh, Formula One show on Netflix, which is a lot of fun. It's worth worth checking out? Yeah, even if you're not into racing. It's pretty pretty fun. You know, my um, my job, the, the, the Reels Network building, mm-hmm. is in this complex owned by our CEO. And uh, the building in front of us is the Unser Racing Museum. Because all the Unser family mm-hmm. is from Albuquerque, so it's got all their all these buildings around ours have just championship trophies, race cars, just everywhere, and it's really cool. Because again, I've never tr- really been deep into racing; mm-hmm. I've always been deep into sports, so I've always heard about the Unser's my entire life. And so I'm definitely oh, the, what check kind this of car out. is the Uns- I know the Unser's, but I don't. What kind of racing are they? Are they like stock car? Or are they form like? Indy, you know why are you trying to expose me here? Why are you trying to call me? How dare you? <laughs> so I don't know what kind of company cars sorry. these are. I don't have a goddamn clue what you're talking about here. No, um, let me. I'm gonna look that up. I was trying to be like ignorant. No, do, do, do you actually know the answer? Because I think they were no, I don't. Cars. That's why I was I asking. Think, but all right, un, okay, answers championships. I'm looking this up right now because I feel like our people. <laughs> the Why boom you you... audience deserves an answer. They, they won do. three. Okay, so Al Unser um, won three IndyCar season championships, 1970, okay. 1983, and 1985, and eight 500-mile races. Wow. Um, in 1978, he won the IndyCar Triple Crown of 500-mile races, which are Indy, Pocono, and Ontario. Yeah. And that's just Al. That's not uh, Bobby or Al Unser or Al Unser Jr., who also won a number of races in their day. I think I think Al and Bobby each won four, and Al won Al Jr. won either two or three. Literally, it's a lot. Somebody keeps yeah. Somebody keeps destroying the bathrooms in our office, and we have to walk right across the street. And that's not the Unser Racing Museum, but they just have championship. Tro- they have so many trophies. They're, they're just, just all the over this other building. Yeah, they're like in the bathroom exactly. You know, sometimes you just have to piss into an Unser trophy, and that's your best option at work, <laughs> unfortunately. I hate to say that. Expose that here on the podcast. 
but yeah. So you made me in the car. All right, I think we're at number five. That was our that was our mid list uh, in. Uh, in- <laughs> Intermission. Our midless intermission, exactly. Brought to you by the Unser's. Okay. Brought, brought to you by the Unser Racing Museum, 1776 Montano Road, Northeast, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice. All right. Number five. Uh, the tag match. Acclaimed versus the team, the name that I don't say. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the worst tag team name. I just can't. I just American can't say history. it. Yeah. Um... I'm not as excited about this as I want to be. Um, yeah. I feel is like it because it's a third to... match or just the way it's been? Uh, yeah, exactly. Because I, I thought the title should have changed hands in the first one. Mm-hmm. Then they should have beat him in the last one. So it's a little more drawn out than I'd like it to be. Um, I really, really need Rick Ross to be here in the club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need there Did to be Did you see the article about Rick Ross? No, please elucidate, like educate me on this. I'll look for it. Um, Apparently there was a tweet that he sent or something like his Instagram or something. He posted from his house, like all the stuff he has in his house and apparently added himself as a hoarder. Ooh, Rick Ross is a hoarder. So there were accusations about Rick Ross being a hoarder. Accusations. I would give anything to see photos because you, the thing is, if I become a hoarder and I've been close, it's like old PWIs, it's newspapers, it's literal. There's and also a lot of literal garbage. Yeah, Rick Ross, as a hoarder, he must have mountains of incredibly valuable and fascinating yes. items. And that is his I, defense: is you can't be a hoarder if it's expensive stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That that's a really good defense, though. All what that just means is he's like, is he it hoarding if it's five thousand dollar watches? Yeah, he needs just needs another wing to his house and a cleaning service to come in and literally put all those things in display in the new wing. That's all that he needs. Yeah. Um, all right, so I think oh, that's here, excellent here. coverage of a claim versus Swerve Keith. No, I I have a feeling the breakup has to happen now. It feels yeah. like. They've been building it for around two years, and that's the general mm-hmm. time frame in which they pull the trigger on things is around two years in. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. Also, I'm really excited that this week we're getting a new acclaimed music video for Hand for a Hand. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. Look, they took they took two of Billy's hands. They took two. Yeah. So they hand. clearly have to take two. Um I've got to take two hands, my friend, this week on on dynamite on dynamite on full gear. Oh, wait, oh, wait no. is, is, is it no. the videos? The videos on dynamite. Right. And I'm guessing you're probably right that they're claiming they're going to take these hands on full gear in yeah. the video. OK. Watch him smash Keith Lee's hands by mistake. <laughs> that was all oh, poor Keith. Yeah. Oh, I need him. I need him to come out of this uh, sock. Yeah. But yeah, I am. I'm more excited about what will come from the breakup of Keith Lee and Swerve than I am for this match. And I wish I was more excited for the actual match. I'm sure when it happens, I'll be super into it. Yeah. I kind of feel the same. At the same time, I kind of feel if they were to win it back. Like 
I wouldn't be that sad the acclaim lost. Okay. Because it's kind of like they won. Say, are you trying to say that everybody say? but everybody but Kevin Ely loves the acclaimed? I love the I love the acclaim. I love them. Do you, claim do you truly Wednesday. love the acclaimed? Are you offering to scissor people in the office? Uh, only one guy. Okay, that's that's plenty. Because the rest plenty. is it could be misinterpreted. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Number four. <laughs> the wackiest feud in wrestling: Nyla Rose versus Chade Cargill. One of the most ridiculous feuds, but I'm into it, and I absolutely into it. love the placement here. <laughs> I, yeah. I also love that Jade is a heel that everyone hates. Right. But Nyla Rose continues be being the the chicken shit heel who continues right. to like run away um yeah. anytime there's a confrontation. She has mm-hmm. stolen the belt, which mm-hmm. AEW security seems totally unconcerned with. They've literally protected her. From, and helped her get away with the belt. I, w- I was corrected um, on this because I questioned that myself, and I was told that the security on Friday night's episode was actually Nyla's personal security, not AEW security. So, well, I know that AEW security has done that beforehand. They've absolutely <laughs> got AEW security has absolutely gotten in between Jade and Nyla, and I yep. will go to my deathbed believing that. Yep. Um. It's wild because Somehow she's like impersonating it. her. You know, I, I did you watch the yeah. did you like the match uh Friday night where she was basically impersonating Jade? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. <sighs> I like it. She's no. got incompetent lackeys just like Jade. Yeah. I shouldn't want this match to happen. I shouldn't be excited right. about this match. They seem yeah. to have done everything wrong. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm totally into yeah. it because Jade had to land a number of blows on on Nyla yeah. to do anything to her. And mm-hmm. that's what's exciting is this isn't going to be a squash. Nyla yeah, can be fun. beat Jade. That's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. Jade's unbeatable. By the way, had her 40th win on um, either Dark or Elevation. Yep. So they really, mm-hmm. really care about this Goldberg-like run. Again, despite all these fuck-ups, Kevin. Yeah. Which Everything in this seems to be fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Excuse my French. Still into it. Still into I, it. I'm into it because of that. I think. <laughs> That's why. That, I had my note that this is basically you're getting to see Nyla Rose's Twitter feed on TV. Like she's just living That's out a really her Twitter good point. Feed That's a really real good life. point. And that's that's the best Nyla Rose. Yeah, that is the best Nyla Rose. Peak Nyla. Okay. Okay. Peak Nyla. Number three. Number three, the ROH title match, Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. I There's only one outcome I want to see, and we're not gonna get it. It's gonna Claudio get it. winning. We're yeah, not, not Sammy will win this before Claudio wins this. Yeah. By the way, I've got a question for you hmm. from Ramp from Dynamite about the match between Sammy Guevara. And Brian mm-hmm. Danielson. Mm-hmm. So Sammy, not unlike Captain America, throws throws this chair at Brian Danielson's face, mm-hmm. effectively murdering the man. He was yeah. briefly murdered. 
Yep. And thus, he was Sammy was disqualified and was disqualified. 0-1 in, 0-1 in this best right. of three. Right. Then, a minute or two later, Sammy attacks Brian Danielson, attempting to scoop out his eyeball <laughs> with a microphone. That's right. He did, didn't he? No punishment whatsoever. No punishment. Maybe the None. size of the object? I don't know. Maybe the object has to be smaller than a bread box. Maybe because it was untethered. It was untethered. The microphone was attached by a cable, so it was... I don't know. <laughs> I, c- I couldn't tell you, man. I couldn't tell you why one disqualifies you and the other doesn't. But it yeah. didn't. Because nope. AEW is um, a little bit of a shit show at the moment. <laughs> Little bit of a shit show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I did like that match though. It was I got a great into match. It by the end. Yeah. It was a great Even match. Even though it ended exactly the same way as it did three weeks ago when they did it. <laughs> but this one was better. This one was better than that one. This one was so better. It was a match. Despite despite all the inconsistencies. Yeah. So they're playing All up right. a little bit that uh, Hager's recruiting Claudio too, just briefly, trying to get him. Oh yeah. Maybe he's gonna buy him a hat. The, there used to be a hell of a tag team. Did he offer to buy him a hat? He didn't, but I'm thinking that would be the next play. Like he comes out it with would. a hat and it's like, we could have matching hats because that's the way to Claudio's heart. Every time Claudio has a tag team partner, the first thing they do is get matching ring gear. Like Claudio's no. all about matching ring gear. And so if he brings him the bucket hat, like Claudio could be like, this guy gets me. And it's kind of interesting that best friends then this week um, had a confrontation with oh, what was the group? What was Q- the group? QT, that, QT with QT and his crew, yeah, and talked about, I believe Lee Moriarty ruining Dan, r- ruining, ruining Danhausen's Halloween, mm. and then getting together with this hat crew. Mm. So we could have a second hat crew, mm. which would maybe be the initial feud. For the new hat crew of Jake Hager and Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. And if those two don't win the hat feud, Hats I'll on quit a watching AW forever. Yeah. Forever. I'll still do the podcast, though. We need more. That's good. good. Still good. do the podcast. I would hate for that. <laughs> yeah. Hat on a pole match. Hat on a pole match. So who do you who do you think wins more. this match? Who do you think take, takes home? I think Jericho. Yeah, I think they're going to go to full gear, and uh, I think Jericho needs to take the title of full gear. So I think it'll it'll be much ado about nothing, and Jericho well, will end th- up winning. This match will be on full gear, so he could lose it. Oh, sorry, I meant final gear. battle. I meant final yeah, battle. I, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, thank you for correcting me. I didn't even have any idea what I was saying there. No worries. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, I do still have two unclaimed tickets for uh, final battle. At Dallas, but it is on a clearly, side. clearly, I have a, a a long-standing record of letting you knew, know like eighteen hours in advance <laughs> when I'm going to take you up on a ticket. I'm hoping I can okay. give you more notice than that. We'll see. All right, um, we got time. We got time. All right, number two, number two. There's not many left. Brit, Brit, and Soraya, just with one segment. Sting versus Flair, man. Sting versus. That's what you're right. You called it. That's, By that's the totally way, what it is. Let me talk about this segment. Yeah. I've made a lot I of notes it was a, for reference. I, I thought it was a good segment. Yeah. Until Soraya attacks Britt Baker with a move. 
<clears throat> that move looked like garbage. It was a well-executed move. And it, it used to be a terrible super move. cool move. She used it to do that in WWE, terrible. and it was awesome. Yeah, it's not awesome now. No. It was so it's not like awesome. Basically, she balled her up and then just put her down. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't have hurt anyone. But there are a lot of finishing moves that shouldn't have hurt anyone in any way. Right. Um, that it I looked, hate. It looked kind of like when I when I like do a load of laundry and it's it's like all the socks and underwear, and then I reach <laughs> in and I reach into the dryer and like try to like my goal is to like like squeeze it all together perfectly so I can take the entire ball of socks and underwear in, in one sitting to the other room Never to works. hold it. Yeah, Never. and then the way you drop it is you just sort of like just sort of release and they fall. That's kind of how she handled Brit. I'm really glad I wasn't the only one that really didn't like that move. But if it was an awesome move, that's an awesome segment. It was a great segment if that move works well. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't seem to work well for the crowd or myself. Which I think is probably going to be how the match goes. I don't expect this match to be good. I don't think it'll be very good. I don't think well, I don't think Soraya will probably. I don't know. I just don't get the feeling that she's. Uh, I don't know, ring rust or just out of practice, but she was never like a super awesome. And Brit's not like she wasn't amazing. great to begin with. And but Brit is, yeah, Brit's not phenomenal. Yeah. So this could but be the uh, first thirty seconds of the match will probably be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and the thing is, these are the two people that everyone wants to see again. Outside of Jade, these yeah. are the two people that, that that fans want to see go head to head. And we're right. going to get it. And I really do think there'll be some involvement from the other match from Tony versus Jamie. Well, at least yeah, I, I hope could so. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I've said it before. I said it earlier, but I. Soraya can't lose clean in her first match. She just can't. She's been mm-hmm. gone for years. She's been gone right. for years. Maybe not as long as CM Punk, but not that far off. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs to win this match. And I feel like there needs to be some kind of something yeah. for yeah, her to right. uh, for her to get that. They have win. been beating Brit a lot bit lately. They've beat She's Brit for like a lot. five months straight. It right. Feels like. So they could get away with it, but still. So they don't I need think to. You're right. I think they're going to. Oh, here's the other thing to take note of. That's three women's matches on the pay-per-view, which I think is a new record for them, which is great. Well, I think a lot, of people, a lot of people will be excited about that. And, and the fact mm-hmm. that they've. And they all three have stories. They they all three have earned this spot. They all have yeah. well-told stories. And I think that they are well-told stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to hope that Swerve loses earlier so this can truly be Soraya's house if she wins. <laughs> so that there's no secondary claims yeah. on the house that will have right. to be litigated by smart Mark yes. Sterling. And uh, so right. nobody will have to like. Who has matches over litigate over the deed and then can but if you don't like the deed, all you have to do is tear it up and it's done. Exactly. So get Dan Housen on your side. He can he can like make the deed burst into flame or something. Right. Simple as that. So that's the way to get around that if you have to. Yeah. There were some Um, good I I did like the house talk in the promos when she was talking about how you didn't let him build a bridge, but uh lay a lay a brick. Yeah. Uh and I also I, like how she pulled in the dentist <laughs> reference of we don't take walk-ins. <laughs> I really so liked I really liked the line. I built AEW from the ground up into a fortress that superstars like you want to move into. Yeah. That's legit. That's legit. Yeah. 
That's legit. And I didn't, uh, you know, I don't think Soraya made a lot of fans by talking down. I hate, I hate it when they pull the, I've been in all the arenas around the world and cause it's just, yeah, I'm from WWE, you know. so I'm better than you. Right, right. That's, These are not WWE fans, my friend. No, that no, doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, handed everything by Tony yep. Khan. Not fed a I bunch mean, of yes, QT no. trainees. <laughs> um, these, of course, were from Soraya. Yeah, uh, you don't know what it takes to be a star. A trend. Yeah, that's let me done. tell you this: Soraya has never once in her life had a jacket. Halfway near as cool as that pit is that Britsburg jacket. She never <laughs> fucking true. will either. She yeah, never, she never will. will. Never will. In your face. That's true. Has she ever op- has, she, has she ever uh has she ever uh replaced a crown? Never. Never. No. No. That's it. That's again. It's I was trying to explain this to Holly, my wife. She's Brits are girl because she just yeah. can't fathom the fact that this woman who's carrying two careers and paid her way through college by getting beat up in the ring is is more successful at like 20 something than i will ever be in my life ever <laughs> right right uh it's frustrating all right so number one kevin what is your number one match that you're most looking forward to <clears throat> on full gear Thank well, God, by the way, we don't have all the matches announced, so this would be an eight-hour paper. Oh, my gosh. I'd be an eight-hour podcast. Yeah. That might be our hollaboom. might be an eight-hour podcast. We've there got you, so much content true. laid out for that. Oh, my God. I got people, I got people lined up. I'm booking guests. Yeah. All right. I got like Excited. five commitments so far. It's great. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, so it's the main event, which is great. It's always nice when your main event is the best, is the most exciting match on the show. MJF versus Moxley. And then all the all the sordidness about like who's gonna follow up with them, what's Stokely involved, William Regal. Yeah. I'm worried that the match might be a little too shenanigan-y at the end when I really just want to see what MJF can do in a major main event. Yeah. Yeah. And because let me see how to put this. They can have a great match. We know they can have a phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. MJF is a great worker, but yeah. there's no way Stokely's not getting involved in this. There's zero chance. Yeah. Oh, zero. I mean, and he basically announced that, it. Yeah. And that's a little bit of a shame. Um, one of my, one of the problems I have with this pay-per-view as in, I am not as excited as this for this as I have been for other AEW pay-per-views is, a lot of these matches, I don't care who wins. Mm-hmm. Moxley wins, great. If MJF yeah. wins, great. Like I, MJF needs to win, mm-hmm. but I'm really not that concerned either way. Mm-hmm. And the same with uh, Soraya Britt. I'll be super excited if Britt wins because I, yeah. I want her to be on top. I think the division needs her to be on top. Mm-hmm. But if Soraya wins, I feel like she needs the win because she's been out forever. The Jericho, Danielson, Claudio match, Sammy match. The only person I want to win, that's Claudio, and he's not going to win. There's zero chance. Zero. And with Nyla, if she wins, that's a big deal. Great. If Jade wins, she kind of needs to to get her title back, and I won't be at all surprised if she does. And so for most of these matches, I don't care who wins. They're going to be good. It's going to be – they're always good. AW pay-per-views are always good. Even the bad ones have been great. 
mm-hmm. that match with the terrible death, the terrible death match main event. Yeah, it was good. Ma- it was a great death match. Even yeah. with the thing is, the last explosion wasn't the only one to bomb. No, right. li- literally, no pun intended there. Yeah. The 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 rope explosions were, weren't good either, but that yeah. was maybe my favorite AEW pay per view up until that point when the bomb misfired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um again, ter- like that's always gonna remember just a terrible show. That was a five star show until those bombs didn't go off. Yeah. And so yep. this probably will right be right up too. until the moment that Eddie cradled John Moxley in his arms. Tenderly. Yeah, tenderly. Yeah. And I remember thinking at that moment, oh, this is so great. What a great story. Eddie comes out to protect his friend. For seconds. For for, yeah. for a, a couple of seconds, it was an yeah. incredible moment. Yep. Oh, man. That's one of those situations that I faced a number of times as a child where if I was Eddie and the bomb didn't go off, I would have just pretended I was dead. Until someone That's dragged kind of me out of the ring into the back, like they would have yeah. had to taken me out on a stretcher and yeah. put me in, in in an ambulance before I would have even pretended to have been alive. Yeah. And again, I had a number of moments like that as a child where that was my go-to. I'm just, I'll pretend I'm dead. Just pretend you're dead. Pretend I'm, yeah, absolutely. All right. So, anything else? Are you, you wanna... more? Are you more excited, less excited after going down after? Me throwing a giant wet blanket on all your picks there. <laughs> I feel a lot of the same as you, but I think I'm I'm looking forward to it just because I think I just always I just always enjoy the pay per view. So it's like I'm same. still like I'm, I'm still looking forward to watching it. I I am in. psyched for the for the main event because I think it's whatever they do. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, let uh, me throw in a quick the, caveat right. here. Okay, on my negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I stabbed myself in the eye with an envelope, and I may have <laughs> like I'm not right. feeling great. Grain of I've salt. Not people. felt great for a number of days. I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet, or whatever the name of that movie is. Yeah, and I really want to go see that movie. I've been planning mm-hmm. on seeing that movie since Friday. Yeah, every day. Today's the day I'm going to go see it. I haven't seen it, so I'm pissed off, man. Yeah. and I don't know if I'm, and I don't know if I'm actually this negative about this show. Or if I'm just taking out my feelings on Tony Cox. Just taking it out on poor Jeff recently. Jarrett. That's exactly right. Although he doesn't need me piling on considering this <laughs> goof director or PA yeah. was more than enough to, to, to overcome the threat of Jeff, uh, threat of double J. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I really like that rundown. I largely agree with this rundown and I'm shocked that I agree that Nyla Rose versus Jade Cargill is top four because it is top right. four and it's it above is. the acclaimed and Swerve and Keith Lee. Yeah. And I don't know why, why but not? I totally agree. I totally agree with you wholeheartedly. But when you just look at this card, all these matches are seemingly big matches. Mm-hmm. Darby and Sting versus Jay and Jeff Jarrett. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And just wish we'd had some Sting in the buildup. The mm-hmm. Jungleman versus Luchasaurus. That's a big mm-hmm. match in a cage. That's a big match because we're gonna have to assume yeah. this is when Jack, this is when Jungle Boy mm-hmm. gets his win. And also, we both know they could do some really, really cool stuff yeah. in that cage. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe this time the Jungleman can leave uh, Luchasaurus in a in a pile of of tattered a pile steel of 
And, oh, yeah, ooh. instead of just the pile of wood. Yeah, instead of the wood. Maybe that's the build. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Samojo Hobbs Wardlow. We've been talking yeah. about hoss fights. That's the hoss fight. Right. That's acclaimed, the hoss fight. Acclaimed has only had great matches with Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Yep. Um, Jamie finally getting a pay-per-view match. I mean, come on. Yeah. She's for the title, for the freaking yeah. title. And Jericho Danielson, Claudio, and Sammy, where Sammy could conceivably win. That's big. <laughs> that's like a yeah. big deal. Like Sammy's kind of getting a come up out. He's getting a rise out of Brian Danielson. As in he is. Right. He's getting he's getting the he's getting the rub here. Um, he showed some edge I, too on Wednesday. He was serious. Yeah. Was, yeah, he did. And I'm glad to see him getting a rub off somebody that's not Ty Conti or Ty Mello. <laughs> oh, um well played. So yeah. So I, I made a reach on that one. And yeah, then of course right. Britt Soraya. That's a big match. Yeah. I mean it, it is. Britt's it's a the biggest match. star. Britt is the biggest yeah. star in, in women's wrestling in AEW and last year was the biggest star in women's wrestling, period. Yep, yep. Versus a woman who is a legit star. And the thing is, mm-hmm. I've seen more of her from the movie about her than yeah. I have of her in the ring. I honestly have. And yeah. also, um, you know, I'm a big fan of her Instagram, and I have been for a number of years now. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing her versus Britt Baker. Yep. These are all big matches. These are all big yeah. matches. And, and the I Elite possibly returning negative. on top of that. My God. There's nothing I want more than the elite to come in, and I want them to kick in all the doors. I want them mm-hmm. to super kick. I want them to have super kick parties on everyone. Yep. I want you them. Pac's, to, you think Pac's going to bite one of them? I hope so. He has to. He has to bite Kenny, and and Kenny has to like fight it all. I want Pac. You know what I want? Hmm. Hold on one second. Coming up is oh. often down here. Um. I want that scene where Darby Allen is hanging lifelessly outside the ring, mm-hmm. supported only by the choke that um, what's his face has on him. What's his name real mm-hmm. quick? Uh, Brody King. Oh Brody King. But I want that to be Pac hanging off Kenny Omega by his teeth <laughs> sinking in to Kenny's, to Kenny's yeah. bicep. That's what right. I want. Right. But I legit want them to just run roughshod over AEW. I want them to come back pissed off, angry yeah. that they, they had the title stripped from them, even though they did nothing wrong. They were trying to save dogs is all they were trying to do. And mm-hmm. they've been erased from AEW history. I want them to super kick everyone. I want them to super kick Renee. I want them to super kick Tony Khan. I want them mm-hmm. to super kick negative one, as in I want them to come out <laughs> to segments they are not remotely involved in and super right. kick the living shit out of negative one. That's what I want from them for the next six months. Just the ultra yeah. violent, the most violent elite yeah. you've ever seen. That's what I want, and I hope we get it. All right. Who would you like to see them super kick, Kevin? I mean, you named all of them. I, I hit the high points, I think. Yeah. Um. Maybe, maybe someone dressed like CM Punk's dog. Yeah, <laughs> maybe somebody in a muffin costume. Yeah. Oh the, my god! They should have like a person coming out like in the stands with like a box with like the strap around around the neck, and they're just selling yeah. muffins in the yeah. stands. Super kick, and then they kick and them, and the muffins go flying. The muffins fly. Exactly. They're kicked all off camera. Like they go down. Right. It's like a car going through fly a fly up. Car. That's exactly right. right. This is all I want out of the out of the young bucks for months. 
and Kenny too. I want there to be. I want yeah. it to be a triple super kick. Yeah, easily. Just just the same way that they kicked down the door. That's exactly right. Oh my god. Yep. Literally. And then just also, and then just Mark Sterling following them around with subpoenas for everybody that they kicked. <laughs> you know, I bet we get that on being the elite. At the very least, I hope we get that on being the elite. I want them to you, never walk yeah. through another door again. They right. Can just only kick, kick every door. Kick their way in. Yeah. It's the only oh, that, thing. That I reminds mean. me. I wasn't going to bring him up, but as long as he came up, uh, there was a graphic I saw today. I have to, I can't remember where I found it. I didn't save it. That was um, betting odds on um, what podcast CM Punk was likely to make his first appearance on once he's able to do Ooh. like an appearance. And, and he was made an top, appearance this week on um, that's right pro, on an uh, MMA show, MMA, yeah, CFFA or something like that. Yeah, um, and didn't so mention the top, anything. The top, yeah, the top. The one with the high, the best odds was the Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin. And then it went through like several mini okay. all the way down. Then down at the bottom, the bottom three, wrestling. bottom three was uh, Talk is Jericho. Yeah. Then below that, the Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. Uh-huh. And then below that was Bobby Fish's podcast. <laughs> Do you so know? According to the odds maker, I didn't, number one, I didn't know that Bobby Fish had a podcast. Did not know. But, no. but that the odds maker said that he's more likely to appear on Colt Cabana's podcast yes. than Bobby Fish's. <laughs> Made me laugh a lot. Do you know about the Bobby Fish thing that happened this weekend? He boxed, right? And he kind of knocked a guy down ish. Oh, hold on. There's. I don't want to mess this up, but I have a feeling I'm not going to find. So Bobby Fish, after he left AEW, he went to Impact. Mm -hmm. And he delivered some line in this wannabe epic promo. Where's the lie is what he said. Where's the lie? Yeah. Where's the lie that fell on dead ears? Yeah. Literally no one reacted. So, and this is a true statement. Mm -hmm. And this is Further proof that we are not even close to the prime timeline anymore. Bobby Fish boxed on the undercard of a Floyd Mayweather show. Oh, I didn't even you know, know that. Who, and you know who was on commentary for his match? Who? Sammy Guevara, <laughs> who at one point during the match or possibly before it ex- exclaimed to the crowd, where is the lie? As a means of helping to bury Bobby Fish. <laughs> That's fantastic. That happened. Sammy Guevara was on commentary for a Floyd Mayweather pay-per-view that Bobby Fish at 46 made his professional boxing debut on. Yeah. I don't know how anybody takes anything on this planet seriously right now. It's weird. Anything. That's and if further you do, the case that we live in a simulation. Absolutely. And not even the prime simulation. We have since yeah. broken off. We are, we are like a in a side quest on an iPhone game <laughs> yes, based right. on that simulation right yeah. now. That's where we are. Yeah, I believe it. We're and so it is. I believe um, on a recent episode of Wrestle Talk, they played that quick clip of Sammy Guevara yelling, "Where's the lie?" 
like 18 times throughout their pod throughout the show. That is the one thing that made me like in 2022 that made me like Sammy Guevara more <laughs> everything else. I'm like, no. Yeah. Everything he also, else. There's also like a clip I think I sent to you earlier today of him at an event where he's uh, in like Saudi Arabia or Qatar or something. Yeah. And he says to the microphone over the house mic to everyone, y'all want to see Sammy Guevara box? <laughs> to crickets so i think it was a little karma for him making fun oh, nobody reacted so and then the announcer just goes ask him again <laughs> like just real low He's, just ask him again and he goes, i said y'all want to see sammy guevara box nothing that's amazing I've gotten more congested as this episode's gone on. Yeah. I'm assuming the COVID is settling in deep, real deep, yep. before it ever shows up on a test. I only have one test left, so I can't blow it too soon, Kevin. Yeah. So yeah. it is right now. It is. It's basically midnight mountain time. Mm-hmm. Monday night slash Tuesday morning. I want people. When should I take my next test? I only have one more left. Although I do now. I bought a car today. I've been without a yeah. car for a few weeks. When did so you I think go the get last more? One hour ago. What time? Right oh, before we started start. this show. You told me that. Yeah. Right before we started this show. I'd probably wait until noon tomorrow. I was thinking lunch tomorrow. Lunch yeah. tomorrow. In fact, if if I, this podcast will be up, if anyone has gotten to this point in the podcast, let me know. I'll do it on Facebook Live. You will see my eyes water. You will see me weep because I really hate sticking that thing up my nose. Oh, yeah. I hate it yeah. so much. It is. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I'll do it on Facebook Live from yeah. my office during lunch. If you stick it far enough, you can probably clean out that eye. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing that Two didn't for set one. my Tourette's off. It's amazing that didn't get me popping because that is. Ooh, eye stuff gets to me, man. Uh, yeah, two for one for sure. All right. Anything else to talk over? Do we have uh we've talked about, let's see, let's talk about dynamite matches. Have, have, are there any pretty much covered everything that, like I was yeah. Yeah, we, we've, we've got it all covered everything I'm here. There was an orange cassidy match on Rampage. It was like a you know, it was an orange cassidy match. It was, it was fun. Good. It was fun. Um I like that he's a fighting champion. Um, there's at least we've mm-hmm. got that with the uh, All Atlantic Championship. Pack yep. defended a lot overseas. Um, I, time's moving fast. It's always moving fast now that we're old men. Now that we're I'm elderly. Um, mm-hmm. December 10th is not far away for final battle, and then just a few days later, is winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, this stuff's sneaking up on us fast, man. Real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see. Oh, let me look at something real quick. Let me look and see okay. how long it would take me to drive to Dallas. Let's see. Uh, Let's depending see. on where you go, I'm going to guess 10 to 11 hours, 11 hours. Probably. Let's see. All right. If you just take the highways, you- the highway. I'll stick to the highways and byways of America, of America, like Trucker Norm himself. <laughs> yep. T- you're, you guessed you're talking... ten to eleven hours, correct? Yeah. Okay. There is a route that will get me there in nine minutes and forty nine hours and forty minutes. 
Okay. But for some reason, for some reason, it's giving me the route that's 10 hours and 10 minutes. Apparently, there's fewer tolls. Okay. So you were yeah. you were dead on. 640 miles. Man. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do a, that because I would be that's a haul. so worn out. That's a yeah. haul. I think I would rather fly. I'd rather, that's, I'd rather that's throw out long the $500 to be the only thing you do that day. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, I think we're done, Kevin. Well before our, yeah. our, our hour and 30 minute hard out. That's so, right. From myself, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. And we hope to see you back here again next Tuesday.